0: I'm Greta Kavir, host and founder of Masuranda Has A Podcast. To really help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us today. Thank you. Friend of mine, Anastasia Raggett. Anastasia, please introduce yourself to our listeners.
1: Hey, so thank you so much for having me um, on to talk to you today. Um, So I'm anastasia as obviously just introduced but um no it's great to be yeah be on your podcast i feel flattered that's great as well
0: to be fair it wasn't much of a of a of a stretch it's about creative people and talking to you guys and you so happen to be a creative i met anna um whilst in uni i moved into the house with um previous person was on the podcast sam and anna was the um third person at the time living there and anna was studying um fashion management and marketing right yeah 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 but you were under different you weren't doing specifically that you i can't i can't really remember
1: yes yeah, so i was studying um fashion promotion oh, and okay. like you could specialize in sort of um you know photography and styling or graphics and imagery or marketing and management mm-hmm. so I did um, fashion marketing management but under fashion promotion so that element of it oh um, so what like what, what made you decide to do that like had you always been
0: into that side of fashion or were you you know I think how how did you start
1: yeah no I think for me I, like well I've always been super creative and I've always had a strong interest in business Mm -hmm. and like how businesses work or how they run or just different elements of what constitutes a business and Mm -hmm. I suppose I'd never really until I went to um UCA Rochester and did a foundation degree Mm -hmm. I'd never really sort of considered that you could fuse being creative with the this element of business um and so I was on my foundation degree and you try out so many different areas of within the creative sphere so right um you sort of any kind of thing creative you tried out and um I mean I'm not the best in terms of like I've always found fashion interesting Mm -hmm. but you know I thought well I I could never do that because I'm not the best to say textiles um or design um and then I found this element of it where obviously you do now it seems obvious but at the time it didn't that you know fashion needs promoting Spanish fashion needs marketing mm-hmm. and the course itself was so much more creative than other business courses that I had looked at mm-hmm. um and it just combined the two so that's I suppose what first got me into it I wow, would say. wow. that's so cool
0: I personally wish I had done what you did because I think that's what we used to bond on a lot is the fact our love for the business side for everything Mm. and it's sort of like so when I was I was always jealous I was like oh my god I should have done this because <laughs> design yeah, was, yeah. Those
1: you were are so good
0: out, design we
1: always come out of it either yeah. really loving it or you really hate yeah. it it's a double-edged sword <laughs> no it's like such a tough design is such a tough one you're so good so so good with design um, but you also have like like you say a really good business eye you always gave me so much good advice when it came to marketing and business so i
0: wasn't yeah i mean you you had the work <laughs> i just used to talk a lot <laughs> and gems would probably fall out every now and again <laughs> in a series of rambles okay so um a little icebreaker yeah us
1: something
0: we wouldn't know or guess about you
1: oh that's a really good question um that's a really tough one because like I feel that, especially with you, you probably know everything because <laughs> I just talk so much, and I'm quite like—I'd say I'm quite, I suppose, open about. In terms of, uh, would you say in terms of like being b- being creative, or just as a general point? Just—it's up to you. Just as a general something, like we'd be like, oh my gosh, really? Or some like—I don't
0: know—are you a hit, like you a secret Picasso, or are you like I don't know—are you Catwoman? You technically. You know go into London dressed as a cat and you burgle jewellery I don't know I would I mean think. yeah
1: definitely definitely <laughs> yeah neither of those <laughs> <laughs> I mean I wouldn't say I'm that sort of excited really probably um let me think should we come um, back to it oh yeah well either that or um <laughs> you can just edit this big long pause out <laughs> i'm thinking about it it's such a good question though because it gets you thinking um but it's like for me i remember when these icebreakers would always happen in school i'd always say that i used to do rowing and people would be like what you rowing and i'd be like yeah i didn't think it was that exciting you know like, what? i'd forgotten that you used to do like
0: <laughs> right now i went really yeah, you yeah, totally everyone.
1: forgot that you actually did.
0: Oh my god, how no <laughs> oh My friend, <laughs> am
1: get... like, What? <laughs> I know, I used to row rowing back in the day competitively, get up at sort of the crack of dawn and then row in freezing water and freezing weather. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that.
0: We'll go with that because I think if like, um, at the end, I'll get you to, um plug your your instagram and stuff like that. you don't look like you know the person who would go rowing and that's not even like to be a picture like anything like that you're very like the first time i saw you i was just like oh god this girl's so beautiful and oh, you're so yes. legal. and like and then when when you get to know you i'm like oh my god she's so humble and she's so like she, you're such a nice good person oh my god Anastasia is the nicest human being you'll ever meet and it's like you look at her and you're like oh she's so pretty and she's so nice good god like is there anything wrong with her like what and then you find out like she's like this amazing fitness person who like used to do rowing and you're like wow and on top of that she's like you know creating a fitness okay <laughs> cool <I'm> gonna, oh, <laughs> she's like you
1: like the short stumpy one in the corner like yeah she's my
0: friend okay yeah, like, thank
1: um... you so much I'd like, say that's probably like people I think are surprised by my interests I suppose but then like uh, yeah I think people that's probably what people are most surprised by like my music taste or my interests or the fact that I can eat <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm yeah. still
0: out here saying we need to start your YouTube channel
1: yeah like I What's can eat eating? full large Domino's pizza you know wedges garlic bread, <laughs> chicken side cookies, a box of chocolate and Tom ice cream in one sitting <laughs> it is amazing it's a marvel it is actual superpower yeah so maybe that that would be another one <laughs> I with, suppose most people don't with, that like two litres of water on the side Yeah, hundred percent. I have to have that two-liter bottle of water, (laughs) or that jug of
0: water. Put jug of water, like, wow. And I barely make it through a liter of water. (laughs) I'm just like, I love it.
1: I love
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Anastasia is a very interesting human being, and she's like, like I said, you're just, um, yeah, you're amazing. You really (laughs) are. Thank you so much. really uh, As are you. So thank you. I really
1: appreciate that.
0: okay so how would you what does it mean to be a creative human like in in your own words how would you say to somebody you know this is creativity
1: in terms of what it means to be a creative person or like i suppose how i would define it would just be a means of like of how you interpret the world and how you express and communicate what you see around you Mm -hmm. and thinking outside of the norm Mm -hmm. and not seeing things for what they are but seeing them for more than what they are. So I suppose like how i define it would be a means of like expression and communication or a visual representation of the world. Um, And I think what it means to be a creative is you you see yeah you see more than what there is around you you see it in a different way whether that be in a different light or from a different perspective um but you're constantly interpreting things and, and wanting to do things in a different in a different way yeah i would say um, i don't know if that Absolutely. answered your question it did <laughs> entirely it did. but i'd say that's, yeah i'd say that's how i define like because I suppose like someone could be creative or a non-creative person can have creative moments Mm -hmm. but I think to be a creative person you're constantly not taking things for what they are you're constantly seeing how something can be done differently whether you're an artist and you're looking at a scene you're kind of thinking how you could visually you know capture that in a form of media or you know a photographer might be looking at that thinking how could I Capture this in a certain light or in a certain way, or a poet would be saying, "How can I interpret this through words?" So I think you're always just seeing more than what there is. Than
0: what there is, yeah, hundred percent. Like when I was like like when I Googled the word creativity, like this whole this person decided to write a list of what makes a creative.
1: Some oh, yeah. of the things,
0: some of the things. I was like, I'm none of this, but okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm not. But think- one of the- <laughs> one of the points was that you know somebody that experiments. And is mm. aren't afraid to experiment, and somebody that is curious and questions a lot, and um, yeah, and they
1: challenge, they challenge ideas, and they challenge mm. ideas. So I think a hundred percent, and I think yeah. that like you can't have a rigid list of what makes a creative person simply because like creatives, every, every single person is unique, but mm. because every single person is different and their perspectives are different, you're not going to have that same set of rules. Like, and you know, one thing I've learned is that in the creative you know in, in school you think of being creative somebody can paint a picture but it's so much more than that and 100 it just boils down to your mindset and your ideals and and how you view the world mm-hmm. and yeah that non-creative people don't have that they see kind of everything as matter of fact and what it is and in straight lines mm-hmm. um, and that's not a bad thing and i think that but i think in terms of a creative person they see around that they see yeah yeah not, no, nothing's ever logical yeah
0: like to think although some people would be like there's no logic to that so it doesn't make sense and i'm like but it does <laughs> <laughs> there's, there is, there's no logic to you not thinking there's no logic yeah but but that what is even is,
1: what even makes sense these days <laughs> exactly
0: so you did fashion fpi and you specialized in management and marketing yeah to somebody who like yourself who is into fashion, who is creative but is very much into business and that side of the of, of everything, what are some of the like mix you've like you can, you know, debunk? Or some of the pro like the um what is important and what isn't important to really know to get into fashion management and marketing and everything else. I hope that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, no that no, absolutely so it's just sort of I suppose Yeah, what it takes to get there or Mm -hmm. what's true and what's not true about Mm -hmm. it I suppose Um, for me I would say you don't have to have a a very generic sort of fashion style I Mm -hmm. think quite often you would assume that someone who works in fashion has a certain look or a certain image Um, whatever that might be whether it's like ultra quirky or ultra sort of I don't want to say glam but you, you just don't have to be like that at all like what to have an eye for fashion or to be creative within that field you do not have to conform to to that if you're someone who's kind of interested in it, but you think, wow I don't have this quirky unique like really crazy style or wow I don't have this like ultra glam sort of typical influencer style if you will mm-hmm. then I, I, I would have thought that that mattered and that's something I suppose I was always like mm, I kind of just have my own thing and it's not particularly out there or it's not particularly like anyone I would assume would work in fashion mm-hmm. um, I suppose that's just not true um, it's more about like what you bring to it and obviously if anything if you're not like that it just makes you different right um, so I think for me just as a general kind of type that's that's definitely a, that's definitely not true and if I think for me, going back on myself, I would definitely remind myself that. Like, you don't have to be like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as well that fashion is definitely something that takes a long time to grow into that field. Mm -hmm. So when you finish uni and you start work, um, I think you're definitely sold that it's quite easy to get into. (laughs) <laughs> um, but you're, it's just, yeah they tell us all that <laughs> they, they sort of say oh because you've done this and this you'll definitely get here and yeah. that's definitely not true um, it definitely takes a lot of internships or a lot of contact building mm-hmm. to get to a set place and I think when you do go into that, that area it will take a long time to develop up the ladder
0: mm-hmm. as well
1: so I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing but that's also something to be aware of um, I think it's you're going to fashion well I suppose any area of fashion to be honest mm-hmm. um, just kind of be very wary that it will take time and to have patience with it um, and while you're at uni make the most of building a massive contact base because that will help that journey and speeding up that journey I think that's something that I didn't do mm-hmm. um, I did internships and things like that but reflecting back on it and now knowing how long it can take and how difficult it can be Mm -hmm. i think the the best chance you have at making that process easier making that journey quicker is to just build your contacts and intern as much as possible if you can or if not like just attend events or get to know people or get people's Mm -hmm. emails or find people on linkedin or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. um and i would say like a myth of fashion is definitely that it's yeah super glam i feel Mm-mm. that the behind the scenes of fashion is not glam yeah so and that's that's again not a bad thing people assume that people who work in pr or marketing are very much like devil wears prada mm. and the reality is like mm, jeans converse and a oversized jumper <laughs> and feeling really tired but in yeah anyway so um i'd say those are the, the myths or advice or if I, if I was going back and I'd known wouldn't mm-hmm. have changed what I did by any means but it would have also been good to be aware of and it might have altered what I did in my free time or yeah. where my priorities sort of lay I suppose mm-hmm. I might have thought okay instead of doing like you know if not everyone can do these internships for months and months and months because they can't afford to pay for the travel and everything themselves because obviously mm-hmm. fashion internships don't pay mm-hmm. really um, you're lucky if you get your travel paid for but i think then you know if, if you don't do that attending as many fashion events as you can mm-hmm. that are free so it might just be your day but you can contact build and put yourself out there in that way and i think i would have probably done more of that
0: yeah uh, yeah same to be fair like i agree with you on that one because i think that
1: every time i think the amount
0: of times I'm, i would go to like either uh, uh, somebody's launch or a gallery thing and then I start talking to someone because yeah as much as you know there are some people in, in the industry that are quite asshole-ish mm-hmm. there are some really lovely people as well they're really and they're really like you know interested in what you're talking about or they're very interesting people and then because you're in a conversation you don't want to be that person who's like can I get your email address that so I can talk to you you, you kind of have to find it yeah I always say it's like the first Ten minutes. If you go past that ten minutes and you haven't
1: either plugged yourself or asked them to give you some kind of contact information, eh, yeah, that's look. it. And it's Good. so easy. Like back then, I wouldn't have really known even how to do that. I would have been like, too, like, oh, is this the right time? Oh, I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to be that exactly. person. You're in
0: your head. You don't want to be that person. and all that type of things. It's like, ugh. Oh now I'm just like god things I could have really used to have those like those people's names that's in my, like rolodex. do you know what I mean because then I'd be like well I've, I've gone back into fashion now I'm doing this da da da, da. And, yeah so yeah and it's just, right like that's the biggest it's... you have to be on
1: top of it you have to not, don't be shy no 100% and I was 100% way too shy <laughs> and I worried <laughs> way too much about what people thought which is um not good uh well it's still something I suppose I work on now but I think back then like even if you forget to, to ask at the beginning you know when the conversations come to an end and you're like oh they yeah. speak to you just then be like hey it'd be great to grab an email um yeah. just to connect a, a simple line like that but I wouldn't have even known how no. to phrase that what to say and even then I wouldn't have even known what to do with them thing. yeah and it's just as simple as saying hey it'd be great to just grab an email just to connect they're never gonna say no and then it's such a warm conversation you're not sort of sending a CV off aimlessly to a company that might not even see it you're going directly (laughs) to that person saying hey we spoke at this event it was great to speak to you Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually looking for you know X, Y and Z experience or whatever Mm -hmm. it just makes it so much easier and like I wish I'd done that but and I I think you're not that's not drilled in quite enough you're told oh it's who you know and stuff but I'm like who do I know you don't get told
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> now, like. yeah i was like i wish someone just said to me you know it, you know who you know are the people the little tiny people here and there that you meet is every single person that you meet is who you know because okay. so i was thinking well i don't already know these people and actually i probably would have done if i'd just taken a few emails so
0: yeah that's yeah
1: kind of, oh trust me that for me that's
0: the bane of my existence every time I just I have a flashback of like uh, one fashion week when I went and this black guy came up to me and he was like can I have some popcorn and I was like yeah sure and then we just like started talking he was like so what do you know this is my first fashion if I had just said Anna at the end of that yeah. goddamn conversation can I have your card can I have your anything because oh, yeah. when I saw his picture in the newspaper the next day I was really pissed I'm not going to lie to people like till this yeah. day till this day I think I even kept the newspaper for a little bit as like self <laughs> self detrimation just Aww. you're an idiot <laughs> but, but
1: it's yeah. like I wish uni had drilled into us the one thing is always take contact whoever yeah. you speak to just always say hey can I can I grab a card or like you know something yeah. just a simple line but they didn't drill that in they were just like no. it's who you know I'm like how do I know anyone how do I get to know these people like what do I do yeah yeah that's it's it's part, I think it should be part of the curriculum
0: because mm. like you said like you go in in fashion with these preconceived notions like devil is Prada or you go in like you've read you've read all the horror stories or you you read about all these great designers or great PR people and you have this pre like this this notion of how the industry is going to be then sometimes yeah those you know those the, like those theories are kind of like yeah put into action and you're like oh yeah it really is like that and sometimes it's mm. not and when it's not like that you're kind of then shook because you don't want to come across as that person who is like you know an annoying nancy who's constantly like hey can i get this can i do this but at the same time you have to be that type of person to really build your contact list to really be known and yeah it's like a it's a balance yeah it's a balance 100%. That i should have learned we should have learned and it would have
1: made this journey a
0: little bit easier. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> and
1: I think as well, like if you're, for me, I would always worry, like oh, if I ask that, would people find me annoying? Or, mm. but you've got to think, like if someone came to me and said, "Can I grab your card or your email, be great connect he wouldn't bother me at all. So mm-hmm. if anyone's ever kind of put off by it, bothered by it, it's more about them than it ever mm-hmm. was you. Um,
0: yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so you did your degree. um finished yeah what do you do now like are you still in the fashion management and marketing or have you um ascended into a different plane of life
1: so i suppose um partially changed partially not in some mm-hmm. sense in some respects mm-hmm. um so for me i still have like those interests in business Mm -hmm. and in fashion and in creativity they're still like Mm -hmm. a big part of my life Mm -hmm. um and i now work doing marketing but for a tech company um which kind of taps into that element of marketing it's not in that field so you know that's a good i mean for me that's a really really good thing because it's still keeping that kind of business element very alive Mm -hmm. um but I'm also just gradually starting now the very, very, very beginnings of what will be my own thing. So I don't have all the like finer details of that, but I suppose I recognize that now to have, to kind of be successful in in your own business, I suppose you need to have that following or that base mm-hmm. of people. So my sort of step one is to kind of grow a social media presence. Mm -hmm. Um, which is step one of obviously many many steps so Mm -hmm. and that is just sort of sharing my interests and for me I love that because obviously whilst the the job that I do in marketing is like incredible in that it again taps into business and marketing and everything I'm interested in uh, that side of it is more me in terms of I can be completely myself and share all of my interests and be more creative and so obviously in the long run i've always kind of wanted to do my own thing mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. i've always always wanted to do that um but i suppose the shape and form of that or the timeline of that has just always shifted and changed and twisted and um so that side of it really taps into it because obviously a key interest of in mine is fashion but um you know the the social media side of things allows me to be super creative Mm -hmm. which I really like and I think as a creative person you need that and I mean even if I'd gone into fashion marketing or fashion uh, PR, I know that when you first start off you don't get to be quite as creative as you'd like, you're more Mm -hmm. sort of you you do get there but at Mm -hmm. first you don't so I think either way for me doing something along the side allows me to kind of be super creative but those are the two things that I'm doing at the moment um, okay. It taken me a while when I first left uni um, I was kind of unsure because I was like oh well I, I like this side of things but I don't necessarily know if I want to do like a set role in the job whether I want to do my own thing Or I was kind mm-hmm. of a bit stuck for a while but mm-hmm. the one thing that's always stayed grounded is that I suppose I'm creative and I want to do something for myself and I like business and fashion mm-hmm. so okay alright so what would you say is your your process of
0: creating your social media following and would you so obviously for you for creatives and for any business these days tech and socials are very important but also that comes with hand in hand with the process of setting up your your social mm. the process of keeping it going and the process of keeping yourself going because it does. Yeah, uh, it does get really stressful, and when you don't get enough likes, you start to like fixate on why am I not getting likes on this post. So how how would you say is your process of getting through all of that? And yeah, talk us through a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, no. So I suppose it's like I've been I've been thinking before I started. The very, I've been wanting to do it for a while, but it's <laughs> one of those things where like you, I suppose, just life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. um at first um and then you, you put it off put it off well I'm a big procrastinator unfortunately so that's obviously one hurdle I have to overcome mm-hmm. um, or have had to overcome but um yeah so for me obviously I thought I don't want to use my existing Instagram I want to start fresh and start new and just be complete myself and um and I suppose the process I mean you I have to give it people quite often sort of mock say influencers and say oh you know what kind of a job but one thing i've learned is the amount of time and effort they put into their content and what they do is actually incredible because even just doing sort of the initial starting point and obviously i've only been doing it for now a couple of months so i'm at the very beginning of that Mm -hmm. it's like actually it's very very there's a lot of work that goes into it Mm -hmm. and like I'm mine's nothing professional mine's nothing to the extent theirs are so you think I can see how it is for them a full time job Mm -hmm. whereas a lot of people wouldn't I suppose wouldn't assume it is Mm -hmm. Um, and for me like I just want to make sure that I'm you know as authentic as possible I am just myself Mm -hmm. Um, and so in terms of the process of the creating the content itself like i think i'll start with that more mental side of it mm-hmm. um for me i just i've created such a clear picture of exactly what i want
0: mm-hmm. and i remember
1: reading this book not remember i still keep going back over it um think and grow rich mm-hmm. uh which sounds kind of like it's going to be kind of a money-grabbing book but it's just mm-hmm. not that at all like it just helps you really set out what you want and set out the steps to achieve it and think and grow rich you could want to grow rich in terms of rich in opportunity rich in creativity rich in physical money Mm -hmm. um but kind of whatever you want in life this book is so good with setting that out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it just taught me how important it is to have such a clear vision of what you want like so crystal clear that when you shut your eyes you can see it Mm-hmm. Um, and write out exactly what it is that you want and obviously you can revisit that like as you grow and you change and you develop and you experience and you think oh okay actually I, I don't want quite that anymore I want this instead or this is how I want things to pan out and I think for me like I have such a clear vision and beforehand I didn't I knew I wanted to do my own thing but I didn't know exactly what and I still don't know to a T what the end end result will look like mm-hmm. but it definitely taught me that that doesn't matter like you know that's what you want and you know what the first step is to take the first step Mm -hmm. um and for me the vision is just like so clear that even if you know there are days you think oh I really don't want to get up earlier before work to like take these pictures (laughs) (laughs) for my opinion um but then I also want this vision so bad it's like imagine if you had everything you wanted and then all of a sudden with the click of the fingers that was taken away you Mm -hmm. would back so bad mm-hmm. like and if someone said to you okay what you have to do is this this is this, this and you get it back you think oh my god i just have to do these things mm-hmm. and i suppose having a really strong clear mental image of what it is you want has the same effect mm-hmm. so for me i found that super helpful in that in terms of keeping going with it keeping motivated with it finding the time for it
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that i just want it sort of so bad mm-hmm. um, and I'm also not concerned about like I don't need to know what the end result is whereas beforehand I, I couldn't do anything until I knew exactly what it was gonna look like at the end mm-hmm. Um. so and I think as well like building up confidence which has taken me a lot and I'm still not there yet but building up confidence and within yourself because when you're sharing stuff like you say if, you don't, if it doesn't get many likes you can't help but that like, oh it's a little bit deflating mm-hmm. um, but then I suppose as I've gone along with it and again I've not done it for too long mm-hmm. I've tried to just focus on like what do I love like what do what is interests me do I think it's good
0: what happened like you were talking and then for some reason my phone I got the black screen of death with the little s- swelling thingy it's, oh
1: that's yes. like, oh. oh no worries at all though oh my gosh and you were saying something so important um I don't know where you got to. Is what I was saying.
0: I don't even. I, it's <gasps> hold on.
1: It's still processing
0: the last one that we did, so I won't know. I mean, say.
1: if you want, you can like I suppose re-ask the question, and I'll try yeah. and sort of, and then yeah, because like I'll, I'll try and pick up from there and then if you can edit it. So it's like we can like
0: merge the two. Right, hold on. What did I? Yeah. Know? Well,
1: I suppose like if there's something I said at the beginning, so I can't remember how I started it, but. I knew, kind of, I suppose, the tangent I was on then. So, (laughs) okay, right. So, oh yeah.
0: So I was basically asking you about your process and how you're creating your new content for your social and um, using IG, I presume. How how does that then impact your, your mental health? Just everything in general around surrounding that, you know, and how the importance of tech
1: with being a creative yeah okay so I suppose I think I'll start from yeah the tangent of, I suppose that I was going off and then just kind of flow from there mm-hmm. hopefully then that will kind of connect in some way you, you <laughs> I'm so good. sorry oh my no. god please <laughs> honestly don't even worry at all like it does honestly I don't mind at all um I just I feel bad because I'm like I don't exactly know where I was at or if it's oh so um But I think um, for me, in terms of like, I think I was saying how, well, the last bit, then I was saying how um, I kind of overcome, well, kind of the process of mentally, I suppose I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I was saying like, how, in terms of building a social media presence, it's very much about building yourself kind of as a personal brand like Mm -hmm. today your social presence is what people buy into Mm -hmm. um you know i think people prefer people then if you just see a corporate name you don't know who's behind it i think one people are kind of steering away from that today and two i think it's just so valuable in terms of you know if you wanted to start a business Mm -hmm. if you have a a good authentic social media presence not false just you being you and you built up a big following that's a you know a lot of people who already believe in you and I think it's just now essential for businesses or like new businesses to have that before not before they start but you know as a, as a step definitely and it depends I suppose on for me it it was a, a, a definite step one because I don't have a, a final kind of concept yet so I thought well do you know what I, I need that following there and you know I want to do it because I want to be able to provide value to people um, and in the long run like I want to be able to I suppose be a good uh, well I don't know I just I like adding value to people's lives and I like doing good for other people and like helping other people and I feel that I can do that uh-huh. media and in terms of like growing a following I think it's definitely about building your own confidence or not just following but your own brand it's about being kind of confident in you and having a set group of people who you can go to and turn to for advice Mm -hmm. Um, so that could be like close friends or family or you know you just have this group of people where you would go to, you value their opinion and they want the best for you, and they're the best people to ask for advice because they're not going to try and tear you down. They're not going to try and criticize you for the sake of it. They're going to offer you kind of valuable pieces of information. And aside from that, it's about honoring, you know, you can listen to that, but you don't have to act upon it. Someone could give you a piece of advice, you shouldn't have to act upon that. You go with your gut and you stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start doing that and believing in yourself more, which I'm still working on massively, mm-hmm. but it doesn't almost matter what other people think because you could share some content and sometimes it can be super deflating if it gets like no likes, you know? Mm-hmm. But that what should matter more is that that's something that you're interested in and you're sharing it, and Even if it only resonates with one person, that's more valuable than creating something generic just to kind of reach out to as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. And I think about building a following. If you can, in terms of overcoming the mental side of it, it's just don't worry about trying to please people just think what do i like what are my interests what is me and and how can and and sharing that mm-hmm. and for me a central part of what i believe is about how can i help other people and how can i do good mm-hmm. but there's a huge difference between how can i help and how can i please mm-hmm. um, and for me overcoming the kind of worry of, of people liking my content and people what are people thinking is definitely just trying not to worry about that think okay is this harming anyone is this harming myself no that's kind of the only questions I really ask myself mm-hmm. if something could be harmful to someone else that's kind of a that's a no if it could be harmful to you that's a no mm-hmm. if it's just something that you're interested in and and you find good and and especially with when it comes to creating images, like a lot of the images I share, are obviously of myself, and it's like, oh, you know, beforehand I, I would have thought, okay, are people thinking I'm weird? Are people thinking I'm vain? Are people, and I have to ask myself, well, people who know me know me. Mm-hmm. If if anyone else has a wrong opinion of me, that's their problem and not mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I I like what I post, and so that's that's really all that should matter. And I don't think like that all the time. I definitely. Definitely have moments or days where I'm like, "Oh my god!" But that's what I try and keep in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if before it cut off, you got my stuff about my vision and like keeping motivated. I don't know. Yeah, why. you
0: spoke about like the book that you that you were that you're reading, which I'm gonna need you to to say the name again because I need to add that to the list.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, "Think and Grow Rich" is the best book I have ever read in my mm-hmm. whole life and it's one book where you can't just read it once and I remember when I first started to read it I I was at a point where I was like okay um financially I want more mm-hmm. time wise I want I wanted to do so I want to work for myself because I want my time to fit around me mm-hmm. and like going forward into the future obviously it's like years and years and years away but when I have kids I don't want to be like one of those people that's stuck and think oh my gosh how am I going to fit my job around this am I going mm-hmm. to, have to pay for childcare? like I want that freedom in that sense but I also love travel I want that freedom in that sense
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so I knew I wanted to do my own thing and I I know I've always had this interest in business and being creative so but literally when I started reading the book I had no idea even where to begin what to do Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how to go about it and after reading the book through once by the end Mm -hmm. like I knew crystal clear like the beginning of this plan and where i need to start and what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and i thought my god like when i started this i had no clue Mm -hmm. um and then you read it over again and this book just contains basically the steps to be successful Mm -hmm. in whatever you want like you you could want to be successful in your marriage if you apply these steps you you will get there Mm -hmm. and it's anything you want it sort of talks about how attainable it is, and the steps to do it, and the mindset to develop to, to get these things. And mm-hmm. the biggest thing it really taught is about how important it is to have this clear vision. Mm-hmm. But like so clear, you know the time frame of it, you can picture it, you can like feel the th- the feelings. You know, if you woke up in the in, in your bed and you're about to do your day as this person, you can picture it so clearly. Mm-hmm. And for me, having that vision that's so clear like when I close my eyes I can picture this life makes me want it so bad that it's helped so much with my motivation because you know quite often I'm the type of person where I think well I could just do this tomorrow (laughs) like I could literally do this tomorrow like I don't want to get up early I don't want to do these things I could do this tomorrow Mm -hmm. and now I want it so bad I'm like I need to start sooner because if it takes longer I'm going to be gutted if I don't have it that bit sooner so how do you continue to stay on top of your game so are you reading any
0: nice books like you you travel obviously does that does that help with with your content building um yeah how 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 do you stay fresh
1: yeah so for me I think in terms of staying fresh or new or getting new ideas travel and gaining inspiration from either like other creators or Pinterest is super important to me I mean like generally travel or experiencing new things whether it be going to like new cafes or like restaurants or bars mm-hmm. just doing things like that for me is super 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 important mm-hmm. um, because I think if you stay in the same environment 24-7 you're thinking it can get quite samey it can mm-hmm. get repetitive, you don't kind of gain new ideas. Um, I think particularly travel because experiencing new cultures or new ways of life or new approaches or new scenery just keeps everything, you know, new- newness breeds newness. Type right. of thing. You know, the more new things you're experiencing, the more new ideas you're going to gain mm-hmm. is what I find anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's not been so possible this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me... I find that you know we're so lucky today to be able to go online and be able to look at other countries and cultures or look at other creatives work or you don't have to be there physically to do that right and so for me well definitely reading the book that that I've been reading has given me so many new ideas but I just love scrolling through Pinterest I love scrolling through other creatives Instagram Mm -hmm. and They're my two kind of biggest things. I know it sounds a bit cliche to say or Pinterest, but there's just so much on there. So many good, like, you know, great imagery. And you can see an image and you can think, wow, that gives me this idea, this idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every time I get an idea, I find it so important to write it down that second, like wherever I am, Mm -hmm. even if it's just on notes on my phone. And then quite often I brainstorm off that idea. Like I'll pick the idea apart. I'll think of new things. And because I'm constantly looking at new material and imagery quite often when you're brainstorming you can kind of relate back to oh this image I saw then or this place I looked at then or this place I travelled to here so Mm -hmm. I think it's just so important for me to be constantly visually very like immersed Mm -hmm. Um, as I say if I can't do it physically then we're so lucky we can do it online. online and I think that's how I just continuously develop new ideas like if I'm doing the same things Mm -hmm. and I'm not getting new ideas and something needs to change and that's obviously the environment Mm -hmm. or you know even just going out on a walk with some music I find sometimes my best ideas come when you're not actually directly focusing on them if I'm desperately thinking oh my god I need a new idea it's not going to pop up whereas if you're just kind of continuously even if it's just a walk in your park outside it's Mm -hmm. something new it's something different it's just getting out of being in that the house that you're in or wherever you're at Mm -hmm. and I find that it's times at that when just ideas will pop into your mind Mm -hmm. so for me I suppose that's how I keep things new that's how I generate new ideas and as I said before that Think and Grow Rich book is like life changing that's given me so many ideas Yeah, um, or or where the place to begin with those ideas Mm -hmm. so um, that book has been amazing and also just reminding myself that there's opportunity in everything sometimes I go through periods of time where I f- can, it's so easy to forget that mm-hmm. you can think how on earth can I make anything good out of this mm-hmm. and just saying that over and over again it's like if you're focusing on seeing yellow cars you will see yellow cars yeah so If you focus on opportunities you'll see opportunities 100% mindset is everything oh 100% I'm so big on mindset yeah
0: mindset if if you're putting yourself in a frame of mind where like you said you're seeing opportunities and you're 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 in the positive type of mindset positive opportunities will come your way so you have to set you have to put yourself in that that space and yeah Pinterest is good for that it's good for for keeping the, the 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 creative juices flowing of seeing what is you know what other people are looking at tumblr's also another Mm. one that everybody always talks about yeah so you know you got you yeah what what you're seeing is usually what you project generally into everything else like you're just constantly looking at things that are just so negative you're obviously just going to see the world in a negative light so you kind of have to put like look at things that you that you want to do how you want to do them read the things like listen to things and yeah it's really strange how the world works I think
1: I know a hundred percent like I'm so big on mindset for me like every morning I sit I spend like 10 minutes sitting down and saying what I'm grateful for to get myself in a really positive mindset and then throughout Mm -hmm. the day every time something happens I make sure that I recognize like acknowledge Mm -hmm. that I'm grateful for it Mm -hmm. and just to keep myself again I, th- I feel that like the more positive you are the more good that comes to you mm-hmm. so for me like it, you know how sometimes you think okay today was just a bad day mm-hmm. but every time something bad happens I try to kind of remember that's just one bad thing that's not a bad day mm-hmm. and every time a bad thing happens I again state okay I'm actually really grateful about this this was so good this was so good and it just lifts my spirits and I find that for me keeping in that positive optimistic opportunistic mindset Mm-hmm. Again, well, I suppose it helps with all areas of life, but in terms of being creative, 100% it helps because it just opens your mind up mm-hmm. and you see more that you might so. have otherwise been opposed to.
0: Yeah. 100%. Okay. So if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you pick?
1: Oh, three people, dead or alive. So for me I would 100% have dinner with um the guy that wrote the book I'm obsessed with I know it's like I'm going on about this book but he's like he's um it's Napoleon Hill and he basically was he knew I'd say Napoleon Hill Andrew Carnegie don't know if I've said his surname right but that's how I've always said it Mm -hmm. um because I suppose William Hill is the person that wrote this book and the book is basically Andrew Carnegie set this this guy a task he said I want you to interview a hundred successful people Mm -hmm. or yeah I think it was a hundred or as many successful people as you can basically it was like or was it a thousand I can't I can't even remember at this moment and he said, basically, interview them and write down what it, what does it mean to be successful. How are they successful? What what does it take to be successful? Mm-hmm. And what we noticed when he was interviewing these people is that certain they they all follow the same thing. Every single one of them follows the same thing. Whether mm-hmm. they say it in different ways, whether they've actively done that, or whether that's just the type of person they are, mm-hmm. they all follow. And then, so in this book is just continuous interviews of these people, but he's obviously collated the information and given you this step by step on how to be successful based on every successful person so there's huge people in there from like Rockefeller to um, like to to Tom Ford Um, so for for me those two would 100% be people I'd have dinner with because Mm -hmm. I think that they're so rich in knowledge and their 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 mindset is just aspirational and what they've achieved and the type of person they are is something that I would aspire to be Mm -hmm. so they would definitely be two of my three the third would be this is really tough Um, (laughs) possibly I would say possibly someone like I might regret saying this because there are so many people, I suppose, that I aspire to. Mm-hmm. But someone like this influence I follow, Ellie O'Donnell, mm-hmm. I like. I just, I absolutely love her personally. So for some people, she might not be their taste. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, she's 23 and she's super successful. You know, she's got her own business and she's done like incredibly well. And she started obviously really young. Mm-hmm. and I think it would be super interesting to find out more about her life because she's her life just I suppose and her some influences are sort of very real sort of, I don't say real like she's not but very down to earth like they'll post selfies where you know they, they've got all their double chins in them yeah. you know and she's just seems to be this figure of like perfection 24/7 mm-hmm. and I think for me I've always found her very inspiring because she's constantly traveling to places she's constantly like dressed and looking amazing um and she's super hardworking. and she's achieved so much so young but I'd actually like to know whether she what she's like in, in real life right I, I'd like to have dinner with her because I'd like to see the person behind it and if she is like that 24 7 just can't ask her how like how are you like that all the time no one is like, <laughs> like that all the time like on my you know Instagram I might post up this picture but oh my god most time I'm sitting with a top knot you know in bed stuffing my face like you know are you ever like this or what so I suppose the third person would be them because if they are like please you know tell me how
0: share your wisdom
1: share your wisdom <laughs> yeah, like, how on earth are you like that 24 like Perfect all the time. I'm like, I mean, I know perfection does not exist. I know that. But, I mean, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there's some people who are just like a symbol of perfection. Like, do you know what I mean? Like,
1: you're just like, damn, how do you do this? (laughs) Like, I do believe that there's no such thing as perfection. Everyone Mm. is perfect in their own way, and imperfection is perfection. And I do truly believe in all of that. But every single kind of other influence I see, you know, does post up sort of content. you know, their their job as I've now learned is like twenty four seven their job is their job is a lot of work and as mm-hmm. any creative knows, any content you might produce as masterpiece, but the people everyone looking at it, you make it look easy. Yeah. You make it look like it's taken no time at all. But you know. know the work that's gone into it, the planning that's into it, the time. And I think it's very much the same with influencers. Mm-hmm. And most of the ones I follow will post up content where, you know, they they're not wearing makeup or you know the hair's not been brushed or just normal normal people you you remember that actually they are just normal people mm. but she she never does and i think are you are you normal No yes. <laughs> but
0: what yeah. is your secret baby girl <laughs> <rails>, the rest
1: of us in these streets are like barely hanging on yeah i don't know how are you cruising through 2020 like it's a blip <laughs> like um so yeah for me those would be the three people but super tough question super good question as well oh, yeah like
0: the last person I asked that they were like I can't answer it in just one time because it depends how long
1: is the dinner and then I'm just like I just want to know three people <laughs> <laughs> yeah it yeah. depends what the mood is I mean yeah. if you're serving like you know chicken or whether you're serving a roast dinner it's like ride, what's like, going who's... on here <laughs> which end
0: of the spectrum
1: is this dinner <laughs> yeah yeah, that really determines my crowd.
0: <laughs> okay, so the last like, the, the, yeah, the last two questions are really um about your legacy and like what you have learned so far and what you're aiming to learn. So, what would you tell your 18 year old self? I think you kind of touched upon it in your earlier answers, but you know, to really ground to that. And um, if science failed us right? and let's say 2020 is actually the end yeah
1: <laughs> and they
0: said to us okay you have to write a book we have to write a book about you you
1: have to pick the title and you, you get to write the blurb what would what would that say oh okay so sure I'll start with the first question mm-hmm. first um, about what would I tell my 18 year old self mm-hmm. um I think it would be that you're, you're more than good enough. Mm-hmm. I think I never thought that I was. I think it took me a long time to feel good enough. And I think that if I had felt good enough, um, I would have been able to do so much more, so much quicker and mm-hmm. sooner mm-hmm. and earlier. But I think it's taken me so long to build up enough confidence. I'm not saying I'm, as I said before, I'm not saying I think I'm, you know, great twenty four seven, there are moments where I do doubt myself, but I'm way better than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I also always used to think that being confident men thinking you're better than everyone else. And I used to kind of parallel the two, mm-hmm. but it's it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Quite often when you feel completely confident in yourself you, you feel completely equal you realize just how equal we all are but you realize that you are also equal you're not less than mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i think that's the most important thing so i think i would tell myself that you are enough you are talented enough um and the being you know don't worry about what people think and you know i suppose it came back to what i was saying before about wish i'd been able to build like you know more contact. There's so many things I think I I wish I'd be able to do, and mm-hmm. it, actually, it all boiled down to worrying too much about what people think. Mm-hmm. Where really, it doesn't matter. And what I've learned now is that you you know you're never going to please everyone. So, like I love chocolate. Some people hate chocolate. And I'm mm-hmm. like, who are you if you hate chocolate? But it's for me, it's like that's the same with every single aspect of life. Some people are going to like you, and some people are going to not like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I'd really kind of known that just doesn't matter that you're more, uh, more than enough and honour doing what you love mm-hmm. and really stick to that and don't feel like oh I can't do this because it's not what this person wants or I can't do this because it, it's not a good enough job or you know mm.
0: um,
1: I think that's what I tell my 18 year old self
0: yeah well that's a that's a good piece of advice and your book what would the title to your to your memoir be in the blur
1: what would what would it say in the back oh this is really tough um (laughs) this is such a good one because I'm trying to think like for me it would definitely be something mindset based uh huh because I feel like that's just fundamental to all aspects of life uh huh like um I just think that you can you can literally lose everything but if you have the right mindset you can build yourself up but equally you could have everything and not appreciate it use it in the wrong way but it's just everything is mindset mm-hmm. um, I know we've spoken about that about a million times so I do apologise so what would my good to myself because like as I say my, I suppose my like ultimate goal not ultimate goal in life but like something I live by is like doing good for others uh-huh. but and I mean, I guess
0: you could say that you being good to you would then reflect in how you treat other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're just innately kind to yourself,
1: you yep. understand you to be kind to someone else. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, like. The journey of being compassionate to yourself and others. Oh.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: Perhaps. If I was Perhaps. Be... Who knows? Yeah. I feel
0: I like mean, maybe. I still have too. faith in science
1: yeah yeah I don't know if I have favorite in the book title but definitely favorite in <laughs> <laughs> oh, no I mean I think for me like if someone was going to read my autobiography mm-hmm. um, the biggest thing in life is just feeling valuable or feeling worthy and I think mm-hmm. not enough people do and for me it's so important to make others feel worthy and it's taken me a lot to feel worthy myself Right. So, I know. possibly something something, something to around that yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the journey of kindness and work. Or yeah, that's, like, and that's work. a good book title. That that's better than my one. So I think that, and it would be something along the lines of like yeah I think my autobiography would be, be very strange it'd be one minute I'm rowing, the next minute I'm eating a dominoes, the next minute I'm spiritually awakened or something, it'd be a bizarre journey but
0: no but I think you know <laughs> it, there's a link to all of that like the fact that you were so dedicated for so many years to wake up the, the crack of dawn in the English winter to row, <laughs> you know what I mean and even your eating I know I joke saying that it's a, it's a, it's a marvel but in, in that in that aspect, just the fact that you are so comfortable and confident in in in, in the way you eat, most people aren't. Do you know what I mean? Most mm-hmm. people are quite like me myself. I am a secret eater. <laughs> no, nope, like I eat a lot. I eat and secret, Do you know what yes. I mean? And then when you then speak about how you didn't have all this confidence, I'm, it always used to shock me because, like I said at the start, you are an amazing person. And you are the kindest person I know. And you Thank have you so three, much you have this great capacity to really and truly take in a lot, physically <laughs> and mentally and spiritually and whatever other other way. So the fact that you 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 never really used to see your greatness, and now you just I can even hear it in your voice. Like I hear this confidence. I hear this you know worth that before, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd always apologise about, you know, too bigging yourself up, and I'm like, stop saying sorry, you know, like, so, it all, it all kind of connects. This is so weird, it's never done this. <laughs> it's really never done this, it's like, it's so strange. But yeah, I hope you got the end of the rat because I really went into, like, a whole, like, sermon
1: there. No, honestly, I was just want to say, like, a massive thank you for everything you said, because Honestly, that means so much. And that's so nice to hear. Like you sort of saying that you can hear the change. Obviously you've known me for so long and you knew me back, I suppose, when I was still trying to build confidence. I'm not saying I'm the most ultimate confident person, but it's just so nice to hear that you can see that change. And like it meant so much to me, everything you said. And I genuinely as well place that development of confidence in my friends. And you being one of them. So yeah, you- yeah, I can't thank you enough for that. Genuinely, like I don't believe that I would feel as worthy as I do if I hadn't have had amazing friends like you. And I'm not just saying that to be sort of like yeah, like a cringe or something. But <laughs> genuinely um, <laughs> like, But like genuinely like the, the the one of the reasons I'm actually most grateful for my degree is the people that I met and how they've made me feel. So yeah I take that's that's about one one or two of
0: the the best things that happened like, <laughs> 20, really, was I got to meet some amazing people I got to meet some really shitty people but I got to like you Sam um David like there's a there's a select group of people that I'm like yeah you know my little
1: tribe my little yeah tribe. no honestly i and I just appreciate everything you were saying so much um, and it's funny actually you, what you were saying before about how like I wasn't ever ashamed to like just sit and just eat mm. um it's it's interesting because so many people I know this is like a bit of a tangent but so many people have said to me oh Hannah I love going out for dinner with you all, eat like having you around for like you know movie night because I genuinely don't feel bad about eating usually I'm like oh I, I don't feel like I can have a dessert or oh, I feel oh, like I'll eaten too much you're you. to like around you, person to have around You make everybody else feel comfortable because
0: we look at you and we're like, damn, okay, fine, I'm gonna eat too. I'm not gonna be like, you know, oh, you know, like you kind of go to dinner with some people and they're like, I'm just gonna have a salad, and then you're there, like, I really want a fucking burger. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll do a salad too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and it's like, you know, that moment in um, White Chicks where it's like, and perhaps a salad for the lady, and he's like, um, perhaps not. like perhaps not
0: perhaps not <laughs> oh gosh yeah
1: oh my gosh alright
0: so to end it before it cuts um plug <laughs> I would like you to like just let the listeners know where they can find you and yeah you're, you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook I don't know what the kids are doing these days
1: you no know, so for me I'd say um I at the moment just use Instagram mm-hmm. I feel like I want to get that sort of before I kind of do anything else go anywhere else that for me is my favourite platform mm-hmm. so I've just really stuck to that and I'm I like it because it's visual mm-hmm. um, so for me it's um, Miss Anastasia underscore X mm-hmm. which is my name um, I don't funnily enough I actually chose that name because I mean my other Instagram my old one was Anastasia Rigette, Um but I don't actually have a middle name I, no, I can't even... No. Why? Did you not know that? No. I don't know. Oh, no. I was not Maybe I should have That's not something people don't know about me. I don't have there an ears I don't have a middle name. Oh. Huh? So you're no. just no. Yeah, Masha. yeah, my parents no. thought Anastasia was too long. I'm like, that's so boring. I'm like, you don't even... You have only a few chances to name a child and you give me one name. So i love that <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know i've
0: always said i love the name anastasia if i have to have a daughter i hope you know they're going to be named anastasia like,
1: oh thank you so yeah much.
0: like that's my favorite name but like,
1: I, wow you don't have a middle name no i know my parents are like oh, that's long enough okay cool thanks so yeah <laughs> i thought miss anastasia yeah um, so yeah so it's just miss anastasia if you don't know how to spell anastasia um because People, some people spell it with a C, some people spell it with an S, some people, some people spell it all sorts of ways, but it's just A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A with an underscore X. Ah, okay. So, that's me, Miss Anastasia. Awesome. No middle name. No middle name. Who needs one? Who
0: needs <laughs> Not me, one? apparently. <laughs> no, okay. So, I want to say thank you for doing this. I know it's been dropping in and out, but we got there in the end. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, no. Please come if you're if you're happy to come back on so that when you know you you've got yourself a little bit more established so that we know, you know. Oh I so mean, honestly how has um, the process developed, it would be lovely to have you back
1: on. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Like as I said before, so battered your ass and I've loved being on. Mm-hmm. Um, always love having a conversation with you. Always love having a conversation full stop. So yeah, I would absolutely love to come back on. Um in the future and just I suppose share my progress I would love that awesome all right then Anna thank you no thank you so much bye bye